0: Welcome to the Self-Care with Marissa Raider Podcast. I'm your host, Marissa, and I am a certified life coach and self-care expert. I'm making it my mission to help busy women build a self-care-centered lifestyle because self-care is so much more than just pampering yourself. Society leads us to believe that basic rights like taking a warm bath or having our hair done is self-care, but I'm here to change that narrative. I'm going to teach you how I went from overwhelmed, stressed to the max, and burned out on life to thriving and loving the life I'm building. And it all started with making a commitment to myself. So what do you say? Are you ready to commit to your own personal development journey? Let me lead you to the path of happiness and contentment. That's right. The one that leads you to a life you truly love. Let's get started. welcome back to Self-Care with Marissa Rader. I have an amazing guest today. I am so excited for you guys to meet Olivia. She is chasing her dreams one at a time here. And we were talking before we started recording and uh, she has chased her passions from the beginning. And so I can't wait for her to tell you all about it. So Olivia, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Well, I'm so excited to be here.
1: Um I am a mother of two. I have a three-year-old and an 18-month-old. And I'm a stay-at-home mom. And I'm married to the love of my life, my middle school crush. (laughs) Had a crush on him since I was like 12. Um and I I run I'm very pro-life. And my whole passion is centered around helping moms and children. And that's just, that's me
0: in a nutshell. (laughs) That is fantastic. And so a lot of people who are pro-life are extremely passionate about it. And I feel like in the world that we live in, it takes so much courage to actually like vocalize and speak out on, on your beliefs on that topic. It's so much easier to just like hide, and just keep those beliefs. Yeah. your, yours, you know, and not share it with the world. And so tell me a little bit about how you came to sharing this on such a public platform as Instagram, because that's actually, that's where I found you. And, um, after following you for like literally a couple of days, I was like this girl, we need, she needs to be on the podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I grew up in like a pro-life family, so it was instilled in me from when I was a little girl. I recognized the value of human life from the time that I was little. My my mom's mom, my grandmother had 17 biological kids and so I learned from her just how valuable the human life is and how valuable motherhood is. And both of my parents worked for a pro-life organization called Birthright. And so just from the time I was little I learned like what it means to be pro life and how that really encompasses both loving and supporting the moms as well as being a voice for the babies um and you know it's it's extremely hard to be vocal about those beliefs because you're not treated kindly a lot of the times um the other side is very loud and I, my whole life, I just felt this like draw to want to help people and help moms. And my heart was always very tender. And then it was in, I don't know, in the end of 2018. And I went and saw the movie unplanned the story of Abby Johnson. And she was a Planned Parenthood um, clinic director. And the whole movie is based around her experience when she came to realize what she was doing at Planned Parenthood and the whole time watching the movie, my heart was just like, just open and aching and realizing, okay, there's more that I need to be doing. And so I went home and I brainstormed and I talked with my mom and my husband about different ways I could help these moms who felt like abortion was their only choice. Um. And, and I came up with the heartbeat box, which essentially I just, I came up with this idea to, to help moms and provide items for them when they're in crisis and, and starting out, starting to put it out there on social media was extremely scary. And I lost a lot of friends, a lot of family, um, a lot of people I believed were in my corner and, and that quickly like went away, but on the same hand, the support and love and encouragement I received was like, if not even more than the opposing side, you know?
0: Yes, absolutely. And honestly, I don't, and right away, you probably didn't feel this way, but when those people started to, to kind of leave your life by choice, you know, that's, that's a hard thing to swallow. It's hard to not take that personally. And How freeing is it now though, to know that the people who have chose to be in your life are, they're choosing you and the whole you, not just the bits and pieces of you that you're willing, you know, to, that we usually put that like front up and only show the bits and pieces, you know, but when you're authentic to yourself and your mission and your passion, like, Oh, isn't that so freeing to just know that the people who are there now are the real deal. Yeah. It is like, it's incredible. I,
1: i always, I feel like felt confident in who I am and my beliefs. I've been so passionate for what I believe in. I've never been one to kind of shy away from that, but when you speak out on something that's so controversial and become politicized and especially in this like political climate where people are, are choosing sides, it, it is a, such a scary thing, but it did it. Like you said, it made me realize those who were there for me, for me, a hundred percent. And I know that now those who are in my corner have my back no matter what. And a lot of the time, those people are now the ones that are supporting the mothers, you know, helping with my cause, wanting to get involved. And, and at the same time, I have people who, who have been against me from the start, have spoken out and ridiculed me and, you know, called me every name in the book who, I've received messages from or calls from and said, I apologize. And you're right. I've, I've heard everything you said for the last three years and I'm now pro-life or even if they don't become pro-life, they understand now what abortion is where before it was just a choice they were supporting. And so it's, it is worth the hate it's worth. It was worth it for me to take off my mask, take off my like standing behind, you know, and not speaking out, and it's it's been worth it for me. All the hate, <laughs> it's been
0: worth it. <laughs> right, and obviously your your situation is is extreme. I mean, it like you said, with the political side taking that's been going on in recent years, and and all of those things. Yeah. Um, that's even more, you know, than what an an average woman is is going through. But you have stayed strong and you, you're completely happy and you're happy and at peace with your choice. And, and I love that. So take us back a little bit and how, how did you first start working? Um, you mentioned that you really love supporting mothers and, and teens and, and people in need. And so where did your passion kind of start? Like take us back to the beginning. Oh boy. I don't think that there's one like moment that I can pinpoint
1: that was like the moment that I was like, "This is my calling." But you know, as every teenage girl does, I had my struggles and I had my my insecurities and the things that I had to deal with as a teenager and that I had to learn from. And through the years of different experiences, I realized that there's so many others like me that have it way worse that need like a foundation of strength. And I felt that I was someone that could give that to them and humbly. I mean, I don't want to, <laughs> that's not a, I'm not trying to be prideful, but I felt that that was a calling and something that I had strength in. And so I, I started working at a youth rehabilitation and working with girls who struggled with a lot of the same things. They struggled with behavioral issues and drug addictions and sex addictions And even just family issues Um, and watching these girls, I work specifically with girls, watching them struggle with their self-esteem and the stuff that teenage girls go through, it gave me even a more like finite reason that I needed to be a part of a pro-life movement. I needed to be supporting moms before they even got pregnant and help them get to the point where they could have a strong foundation before they started into the real adulthood of having kids and being married. Um, so, I mean, that's so, (laughs) so much information, but I did, I, I felt that that was where really the defining moment started for me. And, and then I just, I worked there for three different, for three years. And then I worked at a few other rehab centers until I, until I became a mother and, and started off on my own adulthood path with my kids. So
0: that is, uh, it's inspiring to say, to say the least that um, that's kind of the argument towards pro-life people is that they, they only support taking abortion away. They want want to take this option away from women, take that right away. And then they're done. They, they wash their hands of it and they walk away and there's no one left to support that pregnant mom or that baby after it's born. And you are proving that, that wrong just in everything that you that you've done. And it started Mm -hmm. way back when you were working in that rehab center, which you specifically yeah. said that you needed to support them even before they got pregnant so that they knew that they yeah. could handle it when, or if that did happen or when they started their families. And I think that that, that is the piece that, that people need to hear about, about your stance on this. And yeah. it, because it is, it is about supporting young women long before that even before that even happens, because I, I remember being a teenage girl and the self doubt and the self almost self loathing that you would have at times because of certain things that, you know, experiences that, that you had and And like you said, I didn't grow up in a family where I became drug addicted or had really crazy family issues, but still had a lot of those, those issues and self-worth problems. And it took a long time to come out of those. And, and a lot of the women listening are still dealing with those even as mothers and in, into their adulthood. And so I love, love, love that you, you help women with those, those things. And it's not just about taking, taking a right away from them because that's, that's not what this is about at all. It's, it's about valuing human life. Like you said, at the very beginning. Yeah. Well, that's something that both sides, like when you have conversations with people who may have
1: opposing beliefs, specifically with abortion and pro-life stances, they, it's almost, anytime you have a conversation with them, you can always find common ground that we want to support women. You know, most people on both sides feel this drive to support women. They need more resources. They need more programs. They need more love. Just in general, we, as women, we go through a lot. And especially as moms facing unplanned pregnancies, the biggest thing we need is a community and support. And so, you know, in having conversations and working with so many people on the opposing side, when you can show them, I am here to love. I am here to give that support. I want to help. I don't want to take away your choices. No one wants to have their choices taken away. No one wants to have their rights taken away. But as we can show them, there's a community. There are over 2,000 resource centers for women around the nation that solely adjust the Pregnancy Resource Center. That's not even the other 1,000 resource centers and, and organizations that help moms that want to help. And I think that's overlooked at times of just, well, you don't really care. And we need to bring it back to the basics of we care. We love you we want to help you and there is help it's just there it is
0: it is right. there for you right so, because a, a lot of these yeah. women who are making that choice to end their pregnancies it is simply out of fear and out of the fact that they mm-hmm. don't feel loved and they feel that if they go through with it yeah. they will be unlovable and so yeah i just think that that's amazing that you that you help these women see that they are loved and they are supported. So tell us a little bit more about the heartbeat box. So you told us like how it got started and things like that, but, um, how specifically do you support women with, with your box?
1: Yeah. So we, uh, with any moms that are facing unplanned pregnancies that are even just in any crisis situations, we want to help them. Um, so basically what the heartbeat box is is it is a box full of newborn essentials for for their babies for the first couple weeks. So diapers, wipes, clothes, socks, bibs, um, binkies, bottles, basically everything that a child needs for the first like two or three weeks of their life, we provide them in this box. Um, And and then we also, you know, I want to, I don't want it just to be like, here's a box, good luck with your pregnancy. (laughs) We help them find other resources in their city. So, I had a mom reach out to me yesterday. Actually, it was a friend of the mom. She just chose life um, for her two twins and she had been considering abortion. She was pressured to abort and she just felt like deep down, she wasn't supposed to do this. And um, so for her, where she's currently living, we find her resources, whether that's helping her apply for Medicaid um, getting her in touch with the resource center in her city um, getting her in touch with other like pro-life organizations that provide housing or food or, you know, free counseling, help her get into a church. So we really are trying to provide the resources that will help her a long way through her entire pregnancy and after birth, because the crisis that most of these women are experiencing doesn't end when their baby is born. Um, it usually just gets harder and, and they're in more of a need because now they have another, another, you know, human to take care of. And so, yeah, our mission is to help these moms who are in need, feel loved, supported. And this box is just a symbol of hope and community that they're not alone, that people are wanting to give them these items, helping them with their babies. Um, and just continue helping them throughout motherhood because
0: motherhood is hard. (laughs) It is. Well, and honestly, while you're talking, I was thinking like, gosh, motherhood is hard when you're married and have a stable income and uh, a home to live in and don't have to worry about putting food on the table for your kids. It's hard then like, let alone being scared out of your mind and thinking, how am I supposed to do this when everyone I know just blocked out of my life because I chose to raise this baby, you know? And so the fact that you don't just support them with the material things that they need, that you are active in helping support them pre baby and postpartum is, is amazing because That's what they need. They need that support system and all women need that support system. And I just, I love, I love your mission and I love what you, what you're doing for women because that's, I, that's my hope too, is to just empower women and help them live happy lives. And so having the people listening today, I just am so excited for them to see how you use your passion to, to do something, even when it was scary. I mean, cause I just can't even imagine how scared you were when you were even having your family be as supportive as it, as it was your husband and your parents and stuff and just being like, okay, this is what I want to do. Yeah,
1: it's scary, but it's always worth it. Like if we don't chase our passions, if we don't chase the things that make us us, then life isn't as good. You know, we're not as, we're not living true to who we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing here. and and i truly like i'm always an advocate of chasing your dreams and doing what you feel you should be doing even if it's scary because in the
0: end it's always always worth it absolutely i 100% agree so when you you mentioned earlier you get a lot of haters <laughs> how do you manage that like what are some of the things that you systems or you know things that you do to make sure that those haters don't get to you and don't get in the way of your dreams. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they do get to me
1: and I have to you know, I have to rely on those who are the support system for me. So my husband and specifically my mom, they both are support systems for me that agree with my mission. Um but aside from those, it's just the firm belief that I have that what I'm doing is right. My belief always boils down to is the baby in the womb a human? And since it is, they deserve life. So regardless what hate I get, regardless, you know, what, what someone says to me or calls me, I have a strong belief that a baby is worthy of life. And so, you know, there's times where I have to set those boundaries for myself and I have to end conversations or not even begin one because I know I've, I've done it long enough that I can tell by a tone of voice or the way that someone says something, they're not in it to understand. They're not in it to even share their perspective in a way for me to, to research and understand their side. It's more of just a like, haha I gotcha. And so building those boundaries for myself and, and it took years for me to understand truly how to hold strict to those. Um, And then just having confidence in, in what I believe if I, if I was wavering, it would be harder. And Mm -hmm. so I, every day I have to remind myself why I'm in this fight, why I continue to do it. And it's always because these women deserve it. And that gets me through that gets me through the hate. The hate doesn't even compare to the joy and the love and the happiness that I end up seeing when these moms give birth that, that in and of itself is helps me through it.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Um, I love that you said that you, you have very strong beliefs and you know exactly what you believe. Um, core values is something that I teach to all of my clients because you can't actively chase your passion if you don't know why you're doing it and you don't have those core values figured out and... So it always makes me so happy when women say, "Like I know what my values are, and I hold, I hold true to them. I don't waver because that is just something that that's inside you. You can't can't get rid of those. (laughs) They are there, like it or not. (laughs) And so you can either embrace them and and build a life of happiness, knowing Mm -hmm. that you are aligned with with your core innermost being." or, or you can fight it and, and be unhappy. That's basically your two choices. (laughs) So I love that you, you know how to stay aligned and that you have those boundaries that allow you to do that because that is definitely like the foundational step of, of happiness, which is just, if you ask anybody, what do you want most in life? It's, You just want to be happy. And the same goes with the moms that you work with. And so the joy that you bring to them is amazing. And uh, the lives you've touched is inspirational. Oh, well, it's
1: a blessing for me. I feel, I feel like I'm getting blessed by helping others and it's not, it's not about me, but I feel like I've received so many blessings from doing this. And it's, it's incredible to see like God working through me to be able to bless these women. And it's, it's a blessing. Oh, that's amazing.
0: Well, tell us a little bit about where we can support you. So what, where's your website at? Um, where do they find you online? Where can they follow you and, and share your resources at?
1: Okay. So you can find me on Instagram, just at the heartbeat box. Um, and then our website is theheartbeatbox.com. And our email is theheartbeatbox at gmail.com. Um, and then there is on our website, so I, we have three different ways that you can help support these women. Um, there's you can donate monetarily any amount, there you can sponsor a box, it's $80, and you sponsor one box, and that full box gets shipped to a mother. Um, or you can purchase items off of an Amazon list. And those items get sent to us and then we assemble the boxes and send them to the moms that we work with. So all of those ways to help donate are all located on the website or the link in the Instagram bio.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your passion and your mission with us because it's it's inspiring. And even if people don't agree with with us right now on our stance on, on abortion, they they can learn just from you as a human, just about how you live your life and you're true to yourself. And I think that that's, Mm -hmm. that's amazing too, that you, you don't just talk the talk, you're walking the walk right alongside, side all of us. And I, I love that. Is there anything else that you would like to share before we end our conversation here?
1: No, I, I've loved talking with you. And the only thing is just, I think if you feel passionate about something, but be creative and use your talents because everyone has something in them that is needed in the world. And I think that we should all be creative in doing that. And, and yeah, I've loved, I love talking to you and I'm, I'm just a a huge advocate of, of finding the happiness in, in your life and doing
0: what you feel passionate about. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. That is amazing advice. And we will, we will talk to you guys all again next week. We will have a new interview coming up in our series, all about building a life full of happiness. That's it for this week's episode of Self-Care with Marissa Raider. Thank you for joining me. And listen, if you enjoyed it and think your BFF or any other woman you know might benefit from it, send them a link. Share this episode or screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at marissa.rader. And hey, if you haven't already, come hang out with me on the gram where I share all things building a life you truly love in order to help you be the best version of yourself. Until next week, I will be here cheering you on.